Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Super Mercado Brothers Video Game Music Podcast. Do you guys want to dance? <laughs> this is the podcast where we share and discuss the very best in video game music. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. It's a shame you didn't give him a chance to uh, answer, because <laughs> everyone yells one, out would yes. say, no, I don't want to dance with you. This is going to be a no, fun episode. The topic of today's episode is rhythm games, which is why you're hearing a track from Beat Mania right now. Um, so... I'm going to let Will explain. If there's anyone out there who's never played a rhythm game or doesn't even know what that means, what does this topic mean today? Oh, gosh. Putting me on the spot, as you so often love to do. I think you can handle um, this one, though. Uh, yeah, but rhythm games, uh, essentially, it seems like an obvious uh, topic for us on a video game music podcast because they're essentially games where uh, the actual gameplay is tied to something musical so that, I mean... In a sense, we're all familiar, you know, games like Rock Band and Guitar Hero, Dance Dance Revolution, uh, but, you know, fundamentally uh, sort of defining all the games that we're featuring today, it's anything where the mechanics have an element where you're trying to synchronize what you're doing mm -hmm. to music or a specific beat. Uh, it's kind of crazy to me that we haven't uh, done an episode focusing on rhythm games because, like I said, it seems like such an obvious topic, but maybe that's why it's eluded us for so long. Absolutely. So uh, one of the cool things is this was actually a topic that was um, suggested for multiple Patreon episodes. There's a lot of our fans out there over the years that have suggested it in various emails. So this is kind of a long overdue topic. Now, it's related to an episode we've done a few years ago. We did an episode called Dance Music, and we did play tracks from series like Beat Mania and DDR and, and things like that. So we're going to go back to those series today. But what's cool is this episode should not be called dance music because although there is some dance in here there's also some other genres uh that that are that are included in these in these rhythm games so it's not just dance right so like i said i i we're not trying to patronize you i know i gave a probably a too long an explanation of what rhythm games are but uh, the reason we did that is because there's uh some things that we're going to be playing today that you might be a little bit surprised because it doesn't fit maybe someone's conventional idea of what a rhythm mm -hmm. game is if you're just thinking of it being like guitar hero absolutely so we're gonna we're gonna try to make this as diverse of a playlist as we can as far as the whole covering the whole gauntlet of rhythm games what you guys heard playing in was the track smooch from course k that was from beat mania iidx we'll come back to that series now let's move on to a game that was originally released for the dreamcast and then later it was ported to the wii a really fun game called samba de Amigo, which has a wonderful Latin soundtrack. Uh, the name of this particular piece of music is Party Select, and it was composed by Nick Gallant. Let's take a listen.
You guys are listening to Party Select from Samba de Amigo. This comes to us from Nick Gallant, and I believe this was a track that was written exclusively for the Wii version. So I don't think this was in the original Dreamcast version. When you listen to the tracks that were written originally for that version, uh, the production quality is not quite as good here. This this is really legit. This is uh, a joy to listen to. Yeah, this is so much fun. It's sort of a, again, uh, very dancey way to get us started, but different kind of uh, dance music than what we played in with, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. But it, it also fits, too. Uh, this is, I guess you could say, still dance music, just from a different part of the world, right? Yeah. Really fun stuff. I'm excited about this episode. I think... Uh, this is a nice sort of change of pace transitioning from Nintendo month. I think we got a pretty darn analytical with some of those soundtracks. We need sort of a nice, just fun, relaxing episode to change the pace a little bit and just get us back into uh, the old swing of things. Absolutely. Well, this next track is a good one to do that as well. Let's move into the pop and music series, okay? This is a really funny and quirky and fun series as far as the music goes. You never know what you're going to get in the pop and music series. You get dance, obviously, but you get a lot of kinds of interesting music. And some of it just kind of feels like video game music, and that's the case for this next track. It's just instrumental. It's called Power Plant from Pop and Music 5. And the artist on this track is Yohai. Let's take a listen. Cool piece of music. You guys are listening to Power Plant from Pop and Music 5, and the artist here is Yuhei. This is cool. Um, what I like about this is that this feels like maybe more par for the course of a lot of the music we play on the podcast. If, if I just heard this track, I wouldn't necessarily know it's from Pop and Music. It sounds more like just like original Japanese video game music, which I believe it is. Yeah, it's fantastic. This is uh, so far my favorite thing of the day. I, I really enjoy this series. We've found uh, some really delightful gems over the years from the pop and oh, music yeah. games. Uh, we'll play one of those <laughs> later. Right. And it, what's so excellent about this music is it's very much a lot of it in kind of the Japanese J-pop tradition. But what it shows is how closely linked that is with our perception of video game music. Right. That a lot of this stuff that I think to our ears, since we're, we don't necessarily listen to a lot of J-pop, um, it sounds kind of like this great new hybrid of taking video game influence and doing it in a, a modern sense. But I think sure. that just sort of... Uh, it, 
more is attributed to uh how much we probably uh we probably should listen to more japanese pop music because yeah i I don't know i I get the sense that there's so much awesome stuff out there that fans of video game music there is die well and 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 going through this entire series which i did this past week uh there is a lot of really interesting japanese pop music that that it was a nice discovery and it's kind of always nice to check in every once in a while and just kind of you know touch base with with that uh very different tradition of of pop uh and and again it's so closely tied to video games like it's so much of the the chord language and the types of melodies and uh just like the purity is, is something that we we know and love on the podcast so let's now move on to a game that we featured um last month in our ds episode this is rhythm heaven First came out for the DS. Uh, let's take a listen to... This feels like a classic to me now. Uh, we played this before on the show. This is Remix 1, composed by Masami Yone. This would actually be a really hard track to follow along uh, gameplay-wise because it's always, you know, it's the rhythms are constantly changing, and that happens a lot in Rhythm Heaven. Uh, I think I, I alluded to that on our DS episode, but the track we played uh, wasn't the one I was thinking of. This is the one um, I was thinking of as far as those meter, those tempo changes. They happen so suddenly. It's, it's very quirky. Uh, yeah, I think especially when you're listening to it just by itself, it really has that effect of like what's going on here. But we have to remember that music in rhythm games has a foreground quality to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could make an argument that video game music is meant to be more present in our sort of awareness than uh, in other mediums. And I think the history of games um, sometimes uh, can go along with that argument and, and sometimes not. Right. Uh, but what's fun about rhythm games is that literally the music is an aspect of the gameplay and that it's all part of it. So musically, sometimes the implications of that are you get these quirky, you know, tempo changes, things speed up, things slow down, because uh, in terms of the game mechanically, you know, you want to challenge the player. You want to create scenarios and situations where they their skills are put to the test Mm -hmm. and if the music is meant to go along with the experience you know if uh if you need a flurry of fast button pushes that means you're going to need to have a lot of really busy notes and if you want them to do things quickly you're going to have to you know have a, a tempo change and i think that's what's fun about say like the rhythm heaven series or games like that where the music is composed Mm -hmm. uh for that specific situation because you have that where when you know i think of things you know like ddr and um guitar hero rock band it's more about taking licensed songs existing music and right and and then for some of those series some of it is japanese but it's not composed for the game and i agree with you well i love that about rhythm heaven since it is like exclusively original video game music it it shares more of a linkage with the video game traditions like you'll hear some synth sounds and some chip sounds 
that feel reminiscent and in general it does feel like nintendo music it has that kind of nintendo vibe to it and it's just very unique as far as rhythm games go it definitely has its own style uh so let's move on to a series that that we both have talked about and now we gotta actually play a track from this let's play a track from the dance dance revolution series now so many entries so many songs featured in this series uh it's hard to pick what to play i tried to find ones that were you know especially catchy and feel good So we're going to play a track from DDR Fifth Mix, and the name of this track is Be For You Glorious Style by Naoki. Let's take a listen. dancing i'm dancing over here guys man this is getting my blood pumping i'm really curious to to hear will's thoughts on this this is before you glorious style from ddr fifth mix by naoki will thoughts this really amps things up in terms of just (laughs) sheer energy uh this is really exciting great kind of you know i mean I think something like this really speaks for itself. It has incredible, you know, it has incredibly stylish uh, production, very flashy Mm -hmm. and colorful, all those techno elements. You know, it has that constant kind of, uh, you know, techno music. The rave dance floor on the floor, kick drum. Uh, That melody I really like. It kind of reminds me of Full Throttle. Legacy, yeah. Um, And then... (laughs) That yeah, that part when it's just go 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 go. That that really reminded me of um, Sonic Three. Uh, right. Those kind of classic voice samples in uh, something like Launch Base Zone. Well, 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 you made a fun point. So a lot of the artists we have, uh, you know, these pop artists just go by their first name, which you know it's what we do over here in the West too. You know, like Usher, or Madonna, or or what Adele. have you, Rihanna. But it's cool to hear the Japanese names like Naoki. There's another artist, June, with just J U N. Uh, so it's cool cool to hear kind of, you know, these Japanese pop artists. I imagine some names work better. Like, Naoki sounds good. June is good. But I bet there's not, like, a Hirokazu. Um, that, <laughs> it would just be Hirokazu, I, I feel like that's kind of like, that's like the Eugene of Japan. That's so like funny. It's, it's sort of a, a sweet... Uh, dorkier sounding name, I think. Yeah. So what we have, for, you know, for these games is we have like artists, like for example, Naoki. He's probably like a DJ, like right. You know, he probably like just makes beats and things. But you also have singers that are featured. You know, pop singers that are featured too. And we're gonna, don't worry, we're gonna have some singing in this episode. Uh, actually, we're gonna have some vocals right now. Not quite singing, but something else. This is from Parappa the Rapper. Finally getting back to this series. Uh, this is some of the most... Carl, you can't say Parappa the Rapper. You have to say Parappa, Parappa the Rapper. the Rapper. This is some of the most silly, um, just unbridled fun 
uh, that 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 I can think of as far as video game music goes. I'm yeah, I agree. As I slide away my pages of you know <laughs> particular analysis and notes on this music. Oh my gosh, it's just it's hilarious and fun. Uh, we're gonna play a track from the first game, the first Parappa of the Rapper, and this is Prince Flea Swallow's rap, and uh, the composer we have here is Mas- is Messiah. Mutsura. Let's take a listen to Prince Flea Swallow's rap. I'm working in the flea market so early. I've been working here since my mama was a baby. Just because the rhythm is slow, that don't mean that you can't flow. In the rain or in the snow In the rain or in the snow Got the, got the funky flow Got the, got the funky flow In the rain or in the snow In the rain or in the snow Got the, got the funky flow Got the, got the funky flow All you ever need is to be nice and friendly All you ever need is to be nice and friendly All you ever need is to be nice and friendly All you ever need is to be nice and friendly, nice and friendly. Remember, strike it rich, the key is low Save everybody from you guys are listening to Prince Flea Swallow's rap from Parappa the Rappa, and the composer is Messiah Mutsura. Uh, so yeah, you have Prince Flea Swallow kind of, you know, in kind of that generic Jamaican Sean Paul kind of rap singing voice, and then you have, you know, the player, or, or I assume, kind of repeating the rap. Uh, yeah, it's it's cool. Uh, this is actually this is probably one of my favorite tracks from from the first game. Um, sure. It's all really fun, and if you just don't it's take all it about seriously, that didgeridoo. <laughs> but this is actually one of the one of the tracks that I actually think is it's pretty well done. The beat's kind of cool. It's got the got the funky flow. Yeah, would you say? Would you agree with that assessment? I would agree with it. I mean. It's very silly to go too far into a track like this, especially in the context of how we usually like analyze the music we play. Uh, I don't. Th- I think it would almost be like a disservice to do that to this. I think it's not. That's not the intention of this. Um, I think it's, it's really nailing the vibe that it's going for. It's just just a really kind of cartoonish, over the top, very fun uh, rap song. You know, what's funny, there's a line early on where he says something, something, since your mama was a baby. And right. I thought he said since Obama, Obama was a baby. And I'm like, This is before what? that. This is before, you know, he was a nationally known figure. Like, wow, shout outs to Obama. That's cool. Well, don't you think you could just put this in Hamilton and nobody would notice? Nobody would be How able to How dare you? Tell. Hamilton is a work of genius. Uh, what are you saying about Parappa the Rapper? Not like this, this filth. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> this is fun, but Hamilton is like a whole other level. That is so funny. All right, we're going to now move on to um, one of Will's suggestions. Uh, this is a game called Bit Trip Beat. And there is a few games in the series. I think this was the first one. And they um, asked BitShifter to compose a couple tracks for the score. So the rest of the score... Carl, can I, can I compliment you on your diction? The way that you said <laughs> bit, trip, beat. You really... <laughs> that's, that's a tricky collection of words. There's a lot of consonants. Well, I thought it was better than saying bit, trip, beat. Which doesn't Bit really make sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, most of the score is um, by like an in-house composer, but Bitshifter 
composed two tracks and he used a bunch of different old school chip sounds everything from like the atari to like c64 nes like a bunch of different things um so so you know it's very nostalgic and, and cool let's take a listen to a track he composed called the information chase here we go You guys are listening to The Information Chase. This is by BitShifter, and it comes from BitRepeat. <laughs> this is cool. Let's talk a little bit before we maybe talk about this track. Uh, we got to remember to talk about it in the context of the fact that you're playing a game that's that's having to match these rhythms. So I think what's so cool about the tracks we've heard and that we're going to hear is that you come, you almost have a, like a dual duty as a composer. You're not just trying to make something that sounds good and catchy. We're trying to make something that is fun to play alongside, you know. Right. What's What's cool about Bit Trip Beat is that it's uh, it it's kind of like a game like Breakout or Pong, where you know you control this little line, this paddle, and you're hitting little dots, which I guess are balls or or whatever. But it, it, yeah, it's it's made in that kind of Atari game visual style, but it's much more colorful, and the gameplay, even though it's very simple, it's all uh, synchronized to what's happening in the music, and I believe it's actually like a, you can have up to like four players or something, and you know, the different paddles make different sounds, and it, yeah. it's really kind of cool and clever when you see this game um, at work, and there's certain moments where they, uh, where the music is very sparse, mm-hmm. and it's very much capitalizing on the fact that every time, you know, the, the dot hits the dash that, you know, a note is sounding, and if you think about uh, the way that a game like that works, um, they can completely design the level around the music, and so it seems like your gameplay is making the music happen. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really fun. And, and you know what's great about you know these games we're playing today is every single game has a slightly different take on how to make the music and gameplay interact with each other. Um, in a really fun way. So it's just a series that has so much potential. There's something about the combination of movement and music. Uh, It just kind of gets you up and and moving. And that's, I think, one of the most exciting kind of new facets of games that maybe came out in the late 90s. I think what's what's interesting about rhythm games is they sort of completely flip around what most games do, where most games, uh, what we're focusing on is the gameplay and the music and all the everything else is kind of underneath. It's almost right. happening subconsciously. But this is a game where the gameplay is meant to go into that place where we're not really thinking about it and the music becomes the forefront. And the reason I say that is because I imagine like a game like Guitar Hero or something, it could actually still be enjoyable if you 
turned on the mute button sure because there's something fun about just the challenge of a, you know physically being able to do something at the right time kind of more like a like a toy or something like simon says right um but all that stuff is happening subtly so what's cool about a game like this bit trip beat is that it's almost like a um it's like a thesis statement of why these kinds of games are fun because the music just sounds like a little bit more what you'd come to expect from, you know, retro g- sounding game music, chip tunes. For sure. Uh, and the gameplay is a little bit more conventional, but you sort of realize, oh, it's not all that different from any other rhythm game. Oh, for sure. You know, what's funny, guys, is is what we're going to move to is actually something I thought about including on our DS episode, and I didn't. Um, and one of the reasons for that is, you know, a lot of the music we're playing today is licensed, um, and I kind of felt like I would rather give the showcase to original DS soundtrack, so that's why this wasn't included, but got included today. It's Elite Beat Agents for the Nintendo DS, and the soundtrack... Again, great diction. You're, you're separating <laughs> all the words. Elite Beat Agents. That's so funny. Um, and the soundtrack is... I think exclusively licensed. So it's comprised it's comprised of all these very well-known songs throughout the decades, right? And a little disclaimer, not just for this game, but what's actually quite common for some of these games, even in series such as Guitar Hero, is a lot of them are not the original recordings. That they're having to do cover versions of it for whatever, you know, licensing reason. So just be aware that this is the version you hear in Elite Beat Agents. It's not the original version, but the song is September, originally recorded by Earth, Wind, and Fire, one of my all-time favorites. Let's take a listen to this from Elite Beat Agents. You guys are listening to September. This is the version heard on the DS from Elite Beat Agents. Originally composed and recorded by, performed obviously by uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. And this version is kind of kind of interesting because it's, it's struggling a little bit. I mean, you obviously have a little bit of that compression and this cover version is, is just so much faster. Damn, this is a good song um, though. It's Ugh. a wonderful song and that's what's so One great the is the, the power of the song definitely comes across for sure. And it would be a blast Ugh, to play alongside so this. What's fun is this is a more sort of up-tempo version. Um, and it it almost in in some sense it loses a little bit of the kind of disco-y groove in danceability that the original has, but it becomes mm-hmm. dancey on like an entirely new level. It's a little bit more of like 
up and down, moving your head as opposed to kind of side to side. Maybe a little bit more modern and energetic. Yeah, it totally like, this is the tempo modern. that you'd hear in a modern dance song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, I love this song. Carl, you have experience. You 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 used to play this live with one of your bands in college, right? Yeah, I was in a band called I think it was the Sugarloaf Gang, and we used to play a lot of really fun kind of funk and R and B tunes. And for a while, we had like a like an annual New Year's Eve gig where we would always play the New Year's Eve show uh, at this bar uh, in my college uh, town, and called Ed's Bar. It's a, it's a great bar, and. On New Year's, we would try to help come up with a set of the most like fun, feel-good, dancing music ever. So we'd play things like Jungle Boogie, we'd play things like this, some Michael Jackson, um, all kinds of, of, of fun stuff. And yeah, anytime we busted out the, the Earth, Wind, and Fire, it was always a party. Everyone loves to hear this stuff. It's hard for me to pick if this or Let's Groove is my favorite Earth, Wind, and Fire song, but definitely one of those two. They're both incredibly good. And that's not the last, um, you know, licensed song we're going to have today. So definitely look forward to that. That would be a fun episode topic to just play licensed music, but that's very famous. You know, we could play some of the yeah. Grand Theft Auto soundtracks have these yeah. really acclaimed, cool. uh, famous um, collections of, yeah, licensed music. That'd be a fun time just to listen to some popular music. Well, guys, I'm really excited to move on to this week's track of the week. <laughs> Fairly early in the playlist here. This is actually very fitting because I think as a video game, it was really an exciting way to change up the idea of a rhythm game. It's kind of a fusion. It's this hybrid. It's not just a rhythm game, right? Uh, It's kind of like a combination of a few different genres. Um, But what's so cool is that this is a new way of making the music interactive. This is composed by Danny Baranowski. It's Crypt of the Necrodancer. If anyone was holding their breath... That's what the track of the week is going to be, and we're going to play a track called Cryptech, which is stage one, two. Really awesome, badass piece of music from Danny Baranowski. This is definitely, I think, the the best thing that Danny's done so far. Um, it kind of, 
I think he definitely proved a lot to a lot of different people in his Super Meat Boy score, just how unique of a voice he has as a composer. His production choices, his, his overall musical choices, just very surprising and, and, and bold and fresh. Uh, he kind of took that to the next level, and I think reined it in in a way where... It just, I don't know, this this score is just such a wonderful thing to just have on in the background. It's great driving music. Um, it's it's good music to, to just kind of groove to and dance to. And it's really good background music for, for a game like this, which, you know, you're moving in time to the music. It doesn't quite distract, but it definitely fits. It fits well. And it's also the kind of music that could get in your head. Totally, yeah. It's, it's this... Again, it, it's fun because I think um, it just so happens that, you know, EDM is just a really kind of popular genre right now. And there's all this overlap and kind of love of retro sort of synth sounds. And that's also coinciding with kind of this retro revival in games as well. Sure. Um, and Danny Baranowski to me is a composer who's kind of just like, perfectly you know right place at the right time his kind of music is just uh, it, it goes so well with these types of games that we're so lucky are, are being made nowadays if you've never played crypt of the necrodancer what's really fun about it is uh it's sort of what's called like a roguelike uh rhythm game which means that it's it's combining these two different genres uh, roguelike it's technically a genre but it literally means there's a an old game called rogue right. and uh they kind of uncreatively just named any game in that style is just called a roguelike i do like how transparent that is but anyway so it's it's this game that um is more complex i guess you would say than your average rhythm game there's there's sure you know it, it plays it's like a normal game you know you have characters and you're fighting monsters and you're collecting things uh but it features this beat detector so that every level all of your movement also at the same time has to be coordinated with the beat of the song it's it's a, it's sort of a fun little gimmick but i don't know i had a blast playing hey it. will do you remember the first time we we actually saw this before it was released. Tim Turry came over to a party that I had. It might have been a New Year's Eve party or something. Remember mm -hmm. he showed it. He showed this to us on his laptop, and it was just a really exciting moment to see this. And what's cool about uh, Crypt is that you can actually import your own music too, which is great. And and, it, and we're gonna come back to this. There were a couple other really cool versions of the soundtrack, like remixed versions that that came out, which are also really great. So let's come back to that later. But yeah, that's in some ways just a really fitting choice for track of the week exciting to to you know bring this back on the podcast we played a different track before uh, i could definitely see us doing some sort of focus uh, spotlight episode on that that would be a lot of fun maybe talk to danny about that all right let's now move back to the pop and music series let's go to pop and music seven and i listened to a lot of the music for this series i found some playlists that that uh, you know provided some good material and this is a really wonderful track one of my favorite artists that i found time and time again every one of her songs that came up i, I really liked artist uh by the name of tokiwa yu and she wrote this song called chamomile bathroom so the lyrics are in english but they make no sense and they're they're even grammatically they don't really really make sense at all but it's it doesn't matter because it's it's really cute and catchy i really like this uh piece of music let's take a listen to chamomile bathroom from pop and music seven
See, this is like what pop music sounded like to me when I was a little kid because I could never understand any words. Um, so it was just like it was people I knew they were speaking English, but right. I, I couldn't. It's such you know. it's such a wonderful song. Once again, this is Chamomile Bathroom, and it's very silly. I mean, you actually I think there is a YouTube video where you can someone wrote out the lyrics and. It's like uh, something about today and then something tomorrow day, and it's just, it doesn't really make any sense, but it's adorable. I love the, the harmonized recorders that yeah, oh remind me God. of the Kirby or the Yoshi series, maybe. Man, like nobody is as cute as Japanese pop production. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, it puts Hello Kitty to shame. It's it's insane. What yeah, a great harmonized song, recorders. Huh? Just the, the, um, the tempo, the rhythms, that kind of bing, 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 like it is so cute. Like it is just the color pink. I'm curious. Totally. Shout out, um, Marty, if you're listening to this. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, I feel like Marty would really dig this. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just really strong melody, interesting harmonies, and production is just so cute. great. Well, the thing that's so excellent about it is it's a very well written song. The production is super tight, really solid. Everything about it works so well that the fact that the lyrics are just complete nonsense, um, it it heightens the humorous aspect of that. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm a little concerned with Tokiwa. Uh, I hope she's doing okay because some of her songs, like. I don't know because there was, she had a song called peppermint is my enemy and I listened to it at first and it was like, Oh, whatever. And then I started to realize this might be about like roofies or something. Like <laughs> I'm just a little concerned with some of her lyrical content. I don't know. Um, I, I, but she's a wonderful song. That sort of sounds like a John Lennon situation where you're, you're reading into something that's just meant to be playfully nonsense. I don't know. Will you should listen to the song before you decide. I, I, I think, I think it's possible, man. It's a really weird song. I mean, her songs are weird, but she's an amazing songwriter. Agreed. Let's move on to a game for the GameCube. This is Donkey Konga, spelled K-O-N-G-A, obviously. Um, Yeah, this was fun. One of two games that you can play with uh, a set (laughs) of uh, bongos, actually, not congas. What a good investment that was to buy those bongos. (laughs) Um, But people had fun with this game. And the music's cool. Um, The main theme is like a very legitimate sounding ska track and it even just the sound of like the drums and the instruments really sounds like 90s era ska so it's cool that they were able to capture that the composer is junko ozawa let's take a listen to the donkey conga theme guys are listening to the donkey conga theme composed by junko ozawa it's a very natural choice it reminds me of the musical world of donkey kong something about it kind of harkens back to the very simple childlike nature of the original arcade game uh so musically it definitely fits and ska makes sense too because 
it kind of has origins in like the Caribbean, you know, parts of the world where maybe Don- you could see Donkey Kong actually living and things like that. So I think it was right. a very good choice. Well, I mean, I feel like to describe this music, you just have to name some of the Kongs. Like it's very funky. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very swanky. It's kind of Dixie too. Um, it's very Diddy. It's it's Dixie, totally Dixie. It's a good Diddy. Is that it? I think that's all the Kongs. It's King. I will say this 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 track is King. There's Donkey, there's Cranky, there's <laughs> Candy, I think is one of them. That's true. King is not part of the canon though. No, yeah. No. They I think there was a lawsuit about that. That's so funny. Well, not really much we need to much more we need to say about this track. Just a fun thing to include. I'm excited to move on to this. We've heard um, a couple people shout this game out over the years. Finally going to play a track from it. Guitaru Man. <sighs> You gotta love the Japanese titles. Uh, spelled G I T A R O O, Guitaru Man. The way you spell Guitaru, you obviously. Mean. And we're gonna take a listen to a piece called "The Legendary Theme," and this score was performed and composed by Japanese band Coil. Let's take a listen. Here we go. Isn't this so wonderful to hear this kind of music by, you know, an actual band? This is just a Japanese band that was, you know, hired to compose the score. These aren't video game composers. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, the melody is so melancholy and relaxing. And there's an acoustic version. If you're curious, check out the legendary theme acoustic version. And it's played on the acoustic guitar. And it works very well naturally in that context. But this context is great because you get more of a full band sound and it's a wonderful melody it's a wonderful arrangement and uh it's just well great. it reminds me of all my favorite bands from the 90s i mean it yeah it mm-hmm. has that nostalgic quality probably just because that type of songwriting um feels a little bit old. i feel like rivers would really of, of weezer would really like this yeah song. it's weezery it's fountains of waney um, and it's also japanesey uh, it's so lovely it, it, it's it's yeah it's fantastic and it it works so well just as an instrumental thing um, it, I think better. I, I, I don't know. I Sometimes I feel like lyrics can not get in the way, but sometimes they uh, overshadow people's impression of 
uh, a song and when you can just do something right. instrumentally it really allows you to just focus on the melody and harmony I definitely and don't disagree with that man, man. this is great this is outstanding to, so far this is my favorite thing that we've played I mean I, I might think agree, this has dude. a fantastic melody it's so good it was a great discovery uh, so thanks everyone for letting us know about Guitar Man and we want to feature more music on, in the future from it but um, yeah I was just going to say you know, when it comes to jazz that's the way that I think I actually prefer instrumental music I think sometimes uh, when I hear vocal jazz that tends to get in the way for me so I know what you're saying alright let's move uh, on to a game that I think has a great soundtrack Back to the DDR world. This is DDR Supernova, Dance Dance Revolution Supernova. Really cool soundtrack. I think we've played a couple pieces from this. We're going to play something we've never played before, though. This is called True Love. It's absolutely just irresistible. It's so cute and so fast and frantic and energetic and dancey. I don't know how you would play along to this. Like you'd have to be on speed or something in order to do this. It's it's really um, kind of irresistible. We though. should this try is, it at the next Mark Hatter Brothers live show. Let's do it. This is June featuring Shanita. Let's take a listen to True Love. words have never been spoken make him handsome and make him strong we'll do what we can june uh this is true love from ddr supernova and it's absolutely delightful and irresistible hey will i thought of a really wild idea we've never done this and it kind of brooks the kind of breaks the rules of the marcado universe but what if we had three track of the weeks this week what if i made this in bold as well as the guitar man as well as the um necro dancer track we posted all three of them yeah do do whatever you want man i mean we 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 get to make up the rules uh that's what's fun about having your own podcast because i want to post this track because it's so flipping good yeah this is a standing that kataru man i mean i love the crypt of the necro dancer um but oh man that is outstanding true love june oh my god isn't that wonderful let's just talk about it for just a just a, a minute here. I mean, we don't need to get uh, too technical about it, but Will, what were some of the things that immediately hooked you? Because I know for me what hooked me, but when you first heard this, what about it kind of got you on board? Well, I'll say technically, um, <laughs> no. Uh, it, there, It is an infectious groove, even if uh, it feels so frantic, superhuman. Yeah. Um, it's it's the kind of thing I think it's the thing that yeah a lot of people maybe turned off a little bit with uh, J-pop or you know some music of that style they may think it's a little bit saccharine just because it it so demands your attention right like it's it's uh, 
it's bubbly, it's effervescent, but it's so damn earnest. And um, I don't know. Cute. I feel you like just, you just got to succumb to those feelings. You can't Your body not. is telling you to dance. Your body's telling you to smile. Let it do what it wants. Dude, exactly my thoughts. I mean, there's a couple things that you just can't. You can't not dance. You can't not smile. And, and that, in general, that's what happens from a lot of the music from the series. So... So much fun. All right, let's reset yeah, our palette. Beautiful singing, really good melody. Uh, just wow. So much fun. So that's track of the week number three. <laughs> We're doing it just for this episode. That's funny. Uh, let's reset our palette. This will be the only playlist where half of the <laughs> half of the episode is track. Of the Actually, week. I maybe I spoke too soon. We may have more more tracks that are bold. Um, okay, let's reset our palette and move back to the Beat Mania series. This comes to us from Beat Mania IIDX yeah, maybe, twenty. Carl, I have a better idea. How about instead of having a track of the week, we have a a, tr- a track of shame that we just like oh, shame no, the worst like track that. of the week. I don't because like everything that. else is so good. It would probably be the. Donkey Konga, but that's come on. Let's let's not be mean to oh, that. That's not true. That Donkey Konga was great. I liked that. It's hard to say. Uh, let's move on to Beat Mania IIDX twenty. This is an original piece of music for the game, so I, it might be like in like the menus or something. But there's a really cool instrumental, like kind of electronic jazz fusion by Nekomata Master Plus, and this is one of those tracks. It's just really cool. Let's take a listen to Point Zero. a blast oh man this just makes my head bob you guys are listening to point zero from beat mania iidx 20 and it's some sort of original bgm music composed for the game by nekomada master plus and again we have another track of the week <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh outstanding it's so great yeah this could easily be the number four uh what's so what i love about this is it's it's the perfect fusion of jazz fusion you know jazz infusion and electronic um, in a way Lord. that feels so natural. Like, you wouldn't really be able to express this as well if it was a real band. Something about the Man, the and also, this, this is a defense of recorded music as its own art form. You know, I mean, right. The, the types of sounds you're able to get here, how clean it is, and all of mm-hmm. the space, and... And messing with, like, everything about everything. it. It's just perfect and polished and the it's so rhythmically interesting with all those syncopations and it yeah it just it's a great modern jazz track yeah this is it, this is yeah it's the type of thing that makes you um feel like almost threatened as a musician where it's like wow nothing i do can hit at the same primal level as, as sure. something like that like it's just it's like this whole other 
type of music, this whole other undiscovered world. Well, let's move back to the Rhythm Heaven series to Rhythm Heaven Fever, which came out for the Wii. And let's play Remix 7. This is a really fun track. I think it does the, the rhythm changes as well in this one. Composed by Masami Yone as well as Shinji Urashuda. Let's take a listen. listening to Remix 7 from Rhythm Heaven Fever comes to us from composers Masami Yone and Shinji Ushiroda. Uh, yeah, it does the same technique that the Remix 1 does. Uh, it's just it's just unique. You know, there's not really any other kinds of music that, that does that. Even video games. It, We're just, yeah, it switches it. to this like swung 1930s jazz kind of sound. It's cool. You know, it's definitely something that is, is going to make it extra kind of enjoyable while you're playing to kind of keep you on your toes. It kind of reminds me, like, of that of that Nintendo Land dance game where they were co- constantly trying to like change it up and kind of mess with you. And that octopus game, right? So, I mean, I think it's it's a really good technique for for a rhythm game, but you can't. It's it's inescapable. You can't not talk about that when you play this track because if you just listen to it, it's kind of like, why are they doing that? And they're doing that for the game. I do think musically, though, there's a lot of great stuff that's happening. Oh, I agree. It's a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, it's I have, very quirky. I think its context um, is sort of imperative to uh, thinking about it, mm-hmm. um, but in a way good. I, I would say you could make the case that the best kind of score in any medium is that way where it should be almost inseparable from the images and in this case from the gameplay. Well, I'm excited to move on to this track. We're going to go back to the Pop and Music series because there's just too much great music. Pop and Music 9. Will's going to love this. This is another adorable track. Uh, maybe the cutest track of the day. It's called Filament Circus. The cutest track of the day? Really? That's crazy. I think so. We've heard so much cute. I know, man. Just wait to hear this. It comes to us from the artist Paraquets. Let's take a listen. about that folks that is filament circus from pop and music nine by paraquets i just there's we really need to just 
praise the Japanese pop tradition because they're borrowing from all these different cultures and all these different genres. It's so much better than our... I mean, it it's mm-hmm. borrows from the American pop tradition, but, like, I don't know. To me, this is... It feels more melodically timeless. so much better in terms of the harmonies. In the context of games, Ugh, it almost perfect. feels like this could be in like Mario Galaxy, except that it right. has this like Japanese singer. This is I think that we just listened to a perfect song. I lo- look, it's a minute in like 35 seconds. It's so short and it's just perfect like melodically unimpeachable just Mm -hmm. wonderful every note is magical it's this cute kind of very christmasy production because you get that kind of six eight feel but with uh, the swung eighths it just well i'm losing track of no pun intended i'm losing track of how many track of the weeks we have at this point now this is my favorite of everything (laughs) we've done on the show this is my i i love the pop and music series i think it's It's so great outstanding i mean and that's dude that's even not even including the the one the one that we're going to get to later that's from pop and And i mean talk about how cute just that singer's voice it it sounds like pikachu it's just adorable i would like to imagine that she's maybe eight years old but it's possible she's an adult but she sounds like a child. I mean, Pikachu is voiced by an adult. All right, guys, we're going to move to another licensed song, and this is fun. We're going to the Guitar Hero series, which is, you know, it, it's it's something that was, I couldn't resist including something in the rhythm uh, episode. So the Guitar Hero 2 is what we're going to move to. And in this game, there's a lot of awesome rock songs featured on the soundtrack. One of my favorites is Monkey Wrench by the band Foo Fighters. This comes off of their second album, The Color and the Shape. And I can't believe we're playing this on the I podcast. I can't believe. This makes I, me so happy. I absolutely can't believe this is happening, but it really feels like we have a radio show. We're going to play Monkey Wrench <laughs> by the band Foo Fighters off their second album, Color and the Shape. Yeah. Coming at you. <laughs> this with- is Monkey Wrench from Guitar Hero 2. <laughs> I cannot believe that we're playing Monkey Wrench, but we are by the Foo Fighters from Guitar Hero 2, so we do have an excuse to play this on a video game podcast. I mean, we could talk all day about how much we love the Foo Fighters. It's definitely one of Will and my and myself, uh, our favorite band. We actually, we've seen them live together. I think Dave Grohl is one of the greatest American songwriters. Definitely yeah, Will, one of the best living songwriters. Yeah, Will and me, we saw the Foo Fighters a few years back live. I've seen them a few times. That's right, for my birthday. So we're huge fans, uh, huge fans of the Foo, and this track is just one of those perfect rock songs in the context of the album it comes after this really delicate ballad and then going into that that drums and like just like the most frantic 
like powerful riff. Right. I mean, it's the kind of song that really should open a record. But what's so great about those Foo Fighter albums is uh, they're kind of arranged like like just an outstanding symphonic work. I think any sure. album kind of has that natural flow of energy. Especially where, this album, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And Color in the Shape is almost like the epitome I'll never of forget contrast. When I when I first got the tape of this when I was a kid, it was one of the things that really got me into drumming, honestly. Um, seeing the video, the music video to Everlong, and I was like, wow, I didn't know you could play a beat that had like 30 second notes on the hi-hat. I was like, bl- just my mind was, inc- was just blown away by this album. Well, and what's so awesome about Foo Fighters like as a I guess band um, but really an idea is it's just the, the ultimate kind of like I don't know American dream as a mm-hmm. musician where it's just it's really just Dave Grohl I mean you think that first record he literally is playing every single instrument doing everything well, what's so cool also about the Foo Fighters especially in our modern context is it's pure unfiltered rock there's not a lot of bands at their level that are still doing that so many bands go digital go electronic even something like Coldplay eventually they got to a point where they were doing like dance stuff and then you know muse dabbled in like dubstep and so it's like it's rare nowadays that a rock band can just stay rock and the foo fighters have done that the other funny thing about dave is like start coming from being the drummer of nirvana uh there's this kind of he has this like punk identity but what he did with foo fighters was he almost aimed more dead center i mean nirvana is one of the most popular bands of the 90s but foo fighters musically it, it's, it's more almost poppy. like it's more, more like apple pie like it's just it's so quintessentially rock it's also popular music too like it's pop music right. through and through so good well let's move on because we just you know we got to get to some some uh the other the other tracks here today let's move on to that what i was talking about a really good remix album crypt of the necro dancer freestyle retro this was jay kaufman's uh attempt at remixing danny's music let's take a listen to fungal funk which is a stage two one remix You know, one fun fact about this soundtrack is everything you're hearing was actually performed MIDI uh, by Jake, just kind of improvisationally. He didn't really spend a lot of time thinking and, and, and really kind of, he really just by ear just listened to the soundtrack and then just kind of messed around with it. So everything you're hearing, solos, everything is just him on a MIDI keyboard and then put through various synth See, sounds. What I so love about Jake Kaufman, he's, he's just a musician with a capital M. I feel like people's impression of what being a composer, what being a musician is, is like embodied in him. He can do any genre. He can do very intellectual, you know, classical 
kind of music. He can do jazz. Mm-hmm. He can do this really intricate programmed, you know, chip music. And then he can, he do can this. really do it all. And he's also as a performer, you know, he he can solo and play these really um, legit sounding kind of jazz keyboard lines. Right. It's, I don't know. He's just outstanding. Everything he touches is just like gold. So guys, definitely check out this freestyle retro soundtrack if you haven't. It, it's really great. It's a great companion to Danny's original score. Let's move on to a track from Parappa the Rapper 2. So going back to that series, um, and this soundtrack is is really fun as well. This is a track we haven't played. It's called Romantic Love. It's really silly. It's really feel good. Composer here is, is Masaya Matsura. Let's take a listen to Romantic Love. Yes, it is time to get romantic. <laughs> time to get romantic, yes indeed, that's for sure. The kick point star remains very secure. Never pending, always the fast to make a move. This time we get down nice and smooth. <laughs> Love, kick. Love, kick. Love, punch. Love, punch. Love, Listening to Romantic Love from Parappa the Rapper 2, and uh, this is less music as it is just advice. I think now all of us know really how to proceed mm-hmm. um, in our personal lives and just how to be more romantic. And I believe really it's a love kick followed by a love punch, and then you're good to go. I think that's. I think that's that's how it works. It, it blew my mind. It's gonna totally change my approach going forward. Well, I mean, we're definitely getting an insight into Masaya Matsura's romantic style for sure that's kind of what what he considers the way into someone's heart this song is sort of like his personal love punch and love kick to all of us all right guys we can't not do this and will made sure that <laughs> this happened so the last track on the playlist here is from actually not the very last not including the playout so don't don't go anywhere but before we do that okay, so everything we've said so far regarding all these track of the weeks and i i know i i i hyperbolize a lot saying things but but this is literally one of the best things we've ever played on the podcast when yes. we first played this track years ago um it was it earned track of the year status and it might earn track of the podcast like if we do a retrospective in our final episode it's hard yeah i can't think of anything better i can't think of anything that makes me as happy as this song from pop and music 12 this is magical voice shower
Magical Voice Shower comes to us from the Uchi Brothers. Uh, guys, this was an absolute blast. One more time, I will say don't go anywhere because the playout track is really great. We'll get to that um, in, in a second. But thanks so much for joining us. Thanks to everyone for suggesting this over the years and for kind of, you know, being patient while we finally got around to doing this. It was different than our dance music episode because we had a lot of diversity in genre. But there is kind of this interesting, quirky tradition for rhythm sure. games that we heard today and wow what a good change of pace from nintendo well, i would say this is one of one of the most delightful playlists we've had in a long time i mean just mm-hmm. in a surprising sense i was looking forward to this episode as a change of pace but right i guess i wasn't really tracking how many just killer songs we'd get to i wasn't feature. either yeah and i mean it's like that's a testament because look we had all those track of the weeks this week this is there's a lot of great music to be found in rhythm games so guys i have a feeling we'll come back to this okay so i do want to mention now before you guys um turn this off stick around for our playout it's from space channel five too late they've already turned it off (laughs) so space channel five uh is a wonderful uh fully performed soundtrack that features a full band and it's really cool stuff so we're gonna play a track called astro beat jr by neofumi hitaya so stick around for that final plugs here um you can subscribe to us on itunes you can also leave us a review there our twitter is at mark if you want to follow us there you can like us on facebook and our website is supermarcadobros.com we also have a patreon and we want to thank all of our patrons for their support uh we recently posted an additional um exclusive uh compilation album uh to patreon uh, and we're gonna have more of those things in the future so well and also this episode that we had today was uh suggested by that's true uh some of our lovely multiple patrons. people actually yeah yeah so. and so that gets back to the idea um right now we don't really have any other uh suggestions in the queue uh, we've we've done all in of them, the yeah. docket so if, if you guys are listeners to the show and uh really are passionate that you want us to do a certain topic remember that patreon is a way that yeah and if you are um a brand new patron uh don't forget send us an email with the subject title exclusive patreon episode submission yeah Uh, but yeah if you do that and you pick an episode topic we will record it i i think i also recommended to give us a few options so that we get to pick one in case uh in case the options just the the one that you said just for whatever reason just wasn't a realistic choice yeah and we really appreciate feedback from you guys we got a particularly nice email last week i mean it, it just seems like all the time we're getting uh such nice messages from you guys and we really do uh appreciate you um not just appreciate i mean we're we're so honored and touched uh when you guys reach out to us like that and know um get to know a little bit about what this show means to you it's i know i i don't know speaking for myself it's just uh, so very touching so thanks again to all you guys yeah so thanks everyone for your continued support and we'll be back with another fun episode next week and guys we're approaching the holiday season one cool thing is that um that that filament circus track i don't know about you will but i was kind of feeling some christmas vibes so i think going forward in in the next few weeks maybe we'll find some examples to play uh maybe some christmas music a little bit yeah keep us in the holiday spirit all right guys we're gonna play you out with this space channel five track my name is carl brueggemann and i'm will brueggemann have a great week everybody peace out (laughs) 